You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, I don't really know her like that. And my AKA for today will be Power to the Workers and Fuck Amazon. And I'm joined by my friend and my co-host. What's up, everybody? It's Candace. You know me on all the social media. It's not so new with PC. Um, my AK for today is y'all act like y'all want to be Future's 23rd baby mama. <laughs> Get you something to do. Find you somebody safe to play with and quit worrying about what Russell Wilson and Sierra got going on. And also, them weird niggas who got that one sports podcast show it's the nigga with the dreads who always passionate about everything. The light-skinned nigga with dreads who look like a fish. And Ocho Cinco was on there before. What I want to say is, don't tell, don't talk to me about Russell Wilson being no type of square. When y'all welcome Chad Johnson onto y'all motherfucking show to be a co-host with open arms, and this motherfucker is a domestic abuser who headbutted his newlywed wife when she found out he was cheating. Mm. Don't ever don't worry about what the next motherfucker doing because y'all like to sit in the presence of abusers. Don't call nobody a fucking square when you a fuck nigga who who condone violence against women. Because every time a motherfucker give Ocho Cinco a platform, that's what they saying to me is we don't give a fuck that he abused a woman. We don't give a fuck that he headbutted his wife so hard she was unconscious and had to be rushed to the hospital. And need a stitches in her fucking head. And I don't even fuck with Evelyn. But the way that y'all prop up abusers, don't ever be concerned about what the fuck Russell Wilson is doing. You know what he's not doing? Abusing his fucking wife. If you don't know nothing else about that man, know that his wife is happy. Also, can we just... Granted, I agree with everything you just said. Um, But also, like... It is 2022. Why are we still up? Well, not we, but why are people still up here talking about whether that man corny or not? Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, who cares? Exactly. It is 2022. It is way more shit to talk about that's relevant and feasible. Or hell, even in a joking manner, it's way more shit that you can make jokes about and be funny about than talking about whether that man corny or not. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Exactly. But with that said, we're going to hop into these shows. We're going to start off with Black Ink Compton. God, I really hate this show came back. I really (laughs) hate this show came back. I hate this show came back because all it has shown me is that both KP and Tim are fuckboy supremes. They are petty. They are short-sighted. They are ignorant, they are disrespectful, they are nasty, they are selfish, and they are self-centered ass motherfuckers. Correct. This fucking shop has not been open in years. These artists have had to make a way out of no fucking way. And y'all, you are mad about who they choose to be friends with, who they choose to support, and it don't got shit to do with your shop. And the fact that y'all stalk their social media so heavily is fucking strange to me. 
giving creep is creep. Then send then yeah, Tim, especially you sending DMs talk about you fucking with the ops. Nigga, you are 36, nigga. You, you are, are 36. 40. You a grown ass man. You are a fucking loser. They ain't gonna sit up there and lie to your grandma and your auntie. They keep trying to pay me out to be the bad guy. Tell your grandma and your auntie how you talk to them women in that fucking shop. And so, and I will say thank you, Big. Now, granted, Big Fish, uh, like my friend said, fuck y'all for bringing this show back. But I do appreciate y'all rolling the footage back when he said that. When he got up there and lied to his 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 uh, elders, y'all rolled that footage back, nigga. I ain't a goddamn um, courteous, kind um, bone to women in your goddamn body. If I gotta, if I'm from the streets, and if I don't stand my ground, I'd be getting robbed every day, nigga. We talking about fucking women. These women. And business acumen and professionalism. They ain't got a goddamn thing to do with nothing. Didn't I say it before, Candace? Um, like none of it, none of this. Oh, I'm from nobody gives a fuck about none of that. You from the streets of Compton? Nobody gives a rat's ass. Are you a professional? Do you have business acumen? Do you do you as as a as a leader in a profession? Do you lead by example? Do you treat your workers with kindness and respect? And the answer to all of that is that is no. You do no. The fuck you do not. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what pisses me off even more about that game is, is that because we've seen this before, uh, and it's very common, unfortunately, and it pissed me off. Do not disrespect women, black women in particular, and then use other black women as a shield. Like, I don't disrespect black women. Look at the women in my life that I treat with respect. No, nigga. No, no. No disrespect to your, your grandma, your auntie, but I don't care nothing about how you treat them. We see you disrespect women in your shop as a leader in that shop all the fucking time because you are a petty ass grown ass bitch made ass nigga yep. you and kp so yep. i don't know no disrespect to your grandma and auntie but i don't want to see them i don't care what they think i At don't all. because what i what the fuck we see is you being an asshole to women that's what we see that's what we see that's what we know they literally wrote the goddamn footage back and, sure. and also, and also, not to go on a tangent. Sorry, Candace, I'm gonna shut up. But also, I hated that he pulled a trope that a lot of niggas do, is that they don't understand how you know it is being black and male. Nigga, shut the fuck up. I, I am black and male, and do That's, you see me disrespecting disrespecting women like that? I was just like about that? to no. say, shut the fuck up when your black male ass is constantly disrespecting black females. Exactly. Ain't got a goddamn thing. As to do a with black man, you spend a lot of time talking to those women around there like shit. You've done it to Star, Barbie, uh, uh, Nessie, and whoever else. You spend a lot of time being a fucking Alana weirdo. And we we know that you and KP are the problem because when the lead artist, who I really fuck with him, I like him. Yes, I can't think of his name. But I, like him. Yes. I can't think. I like him a lot. When he put a class together for the artists to help them start sharpening up on some of their weak areas, there was no friction. No. No fighting. No None. arguing. No it was disrespect. It was camaraderie. It was teamwork. Yeah. 
And this is why, and I've said this and I'll say it again. I believe that tattoo shops should be fully employed by people who are artists in some capacity, even down to your fucking receptionist. Your True. shop manager should be a tattoo artist. Your receptionist should be some form of an artist. Even if they don't tattoo, they draw, they do something artsy because non-artists do not understand the dynamics of tattooing. And Tim is a great example of that. Charmaine, yeah. great example of that. I'm, nigga, thank you. I meant to text you that, but I forgot because I was watching the other shit, but he gives me male Charmaine. Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely gives me male Charmaine. Yep. Don't ain't absolutely. an artist. Don't know shit about art. Don't know shit about really tattooing and the business them itself. Don't have biz, uh, acumen. Talk to people in a kind of goddamn way. Starting man, starting friction in the shop. He's male Charmaine. Mm-hmm. Which speaking, let's discuss Nessie in, in totality, because she comes up in a lot of the moving pieces in this in this episode. So first things first. KP, I don't ever want to hear you talk about loyalty when you had an opportunity to put Columbus Short Wife on with one of the female artists in the shop and you opted not to. That opportunity came to Nessie by way of someone else. And that shows exactly how you feel about the artists in your shop. And that's why, in my honest opinion, you need to let them all go because you don't fuck with them and you don't respect them. Okay, now, Nessie, I feel like you shot your shot your own self in the foot when it comes to the possibility of working in Lemire's shop. You're not over his friend. You made a whole big ass donkey out yourself at that pop up shop. And what you proved is you and that man can't work in the in the same shop together and there be positive energy. You did that. And I, I do agree with Lemire. I do agree with uh, agree with Barbie that the both of them can't work in that shop together. Not not right now. She seems to still have a lot of pent up aggression where that relationship is concerned. Until she reckons that they're gonna constantly be arguing and fighting in that goddamn shop. Yeah. And I absolutely agree with Barbie that at some point you got to put business first. Mm-hmm. And Nessie has shown that she can't work with her ex. And can, if he has started the shit with Nessie, I don't. I would hope they would be like, "All right, bro. I don't know if you're gonna be able to work here because you you keep coming at this girl, fucking with her." But she she kind of brought the smoke to him. Did he deserve it? Sure. But in that moment, no. No, it, it it looked bad for you. Yeah. You should have you should have pulled up on that nigga on your own personal time and checked the shit out of him. And called him all types of bitch ass niggas. But you showed your ass at somebody else's business opportunity. It wasn't a good look for you. So I do agree with Lemire and Barbie that until you figure the shit out and reconcile your feelings about this man in this relationship. You're not going to be able to work in no shop with him. On the other hand, I'm proud of you for quitting I Am. I'm proud of you for standing up to KP. 
I'm proud of you for telling him basically to kiss your ass. Because see, KP been playing on your top a whole fucking lot. Gaslighting you and every fucking thing. I'm glad you stood up for yourself in that moment. You deserve that. Right. And I'm glad that other girl quit too, Voodoo Doll. I'm glad she left too. Y'all been put y'all been getting the bag without KP if we being honest. Which I'm glad I am you I am up. ain't been open. So I don't know why they acting like I don't know why KP and Tim acting like motherfuckers need that shop to get a bag. They've been that, getting the bag without your shop. And that is my that I'm glad you brought it up because something that jumps up, jumped out to me is that they KP and Tim been talking about, you know, y'all need to show the child really want to be here and work and, and, and do something, you know, positive together. They've been doing that in spite of the fact that the people that are supposed to be leading them and trying to promote them and promote the shop and the brand haven't done so. Y'all ain't been getting them no clients. Y'all ain't been getting them no bookings. Because even if the shop ain't open, you can still work. They can still be part of your brand. If anything, that would be a positive for the shop when it does open. Y'all ain't been doing none of that shit. All y'all been doing is running off at the mouth and being petty-ass, bitch-ass niggas. Y'all ain't been doing a goddamn thing for the business go. Hey, you you barely got the goddamn shop open. It's been 84 years and y'all just not getting it open now. Why these artists that are, you talking about, they need to show loyalty to you. Have you showed it to them? Because you ain't been getting them no work. They've been having to do that on their own. Getting out the mud they own. Yeah. I wish the fuck Ryan, I wish the fuck Ryan Henry would have talented artists and not try to get them no, get them no gigs. Listen. I wish, as much as I can't stand Caesar, I wish the fuck Caesar, whatever his last name is, would be not trying to have his, um get his people on. And getting them some gigs, if they even if, if the shop tent closed down temporarily. Hey, we literally saw that when they had to go on quarantine. Seas was still getting them some work. Yep. Literally found a city they could go to and still work. Yeah. Was it dangerous? Possibly. Yeah, very possibly. It definitely was COVID on that damn place. <laughs> but <laughs> the point but remains, nonetheless, nonetheless, he, he still found them some work. He stepped for them. He made sure they was all right and they was eating. I'm mad that I got to say this, but Seas has absolutely been a better business owner than we've seen him ever be this yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, we can't stand him, but, you know, we're we're fair. We get credit wins. But, but KP, can- you, you got a huge sense of entitlement to motherfuckers that you really have not helped out. Bitch, you didn't even take a PPP loan out to make sure those motherfuckers could eat for a little while while they figured some shit out. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, fam, come on. You, My KP, mad, KP mad entitled for a nigga that still hasn't gotten the shop open until now. We've been hearing about this show. This is what, the let's, second Let's take season. it one... Friend, let's take it one step further. KP is real entitled for a nigga who had to get his daddy to step in to get that fucking shop opened. Mm. Mm. Huh. 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 Mm. What are we talking about? 
If it wasn't for your daddy, little bitch, it wouldn't be no shop at all. It took your daddy and his connections to get that fucking shop open. Stop playing in our face. Stop acting like you bigger and better than what you fucking are. And that tattoo that you did on Wish Your Face Husband was subpar mediocre at fucking best. Now. Mm. Now. Now who asked you gonna whoop about it? Which that's another thing. You got fucking niece and Nash and her spouse, and you ain't trying to hook and you ain't trying to spread word about none of your artists, get them any celebrity hookups as well, like word of mouth. Like what? No. No, he's not. C's would never. C's would never. And that's the moment we've seen. Used- we've seen quite a few of the Black Ink uh, New York artists tattoo celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, even the ones in Chicago. Yep. I I don't I feel like I I was rooting more for Black Ink Compton when before I found out how awful of a person KP was. And yeah. now I'm just not I don't like him. I don't like how he treats women, especially as somebody who who has a a partner. His energy is ugly to me. Tim yeah. too. And I just kind of don't want I don't I don't see it for him. Honestly, I feel like <laughs> I feel like if you remove Tim, it wouldn't necessarily fix KP, but it would definitely help in the right direction as far as like him KP getting better. Cuz again, Tim don't Tim is not an artist. He don't tattoo. He just a nigga that he just a nigga that's loud and wears bucket hats. That's true. That's true, friend. That's the word for sure. Um, it looked like it's gonna get pretty spicy next week. We're gonna see uh Barbie getting into it with somebody. It looked like the chick that owned the food truck, yeah. which I don't know what beef she could have with Barbie because. You know, KP been the one that been adamant about being nasty to Barbie, even when she wanted to come by the shop and talk. Mm-hmm. So, I hope when I hope when they watch this show back, like old boys elders, I hope when the girl from the food truck watch this back, I hope they feel dumb. I really Absolutely. do. I hope they feel stupid. Cause this, this is this, this, this y'all's man. This, this is who y'all going to bat for. Nasty work. Yep. Very nasty work. So, you know, I don't have nothing for for them in this moment. Cause I feel like y'all are petty, and it's bothering my spirit. Correct. Um, I wish Nessie the best. I hope she finds a shop where she can tattoo at. Because she deserves. She is. She is. She did a good ass job too. Um, But let's move to New York. So spare me Every pity party sees is throwing for himself. 
Spare me every single pity party he is throwing for himself regarding his situation with his daughter and his daughter's mom, because you are still knee deep in a relationship with the woman who was violating your daughter publicly on social media. And she has shown that she do not give a fuck about this situation and how it's affecting you. On the other hand, God is in the blessing business because as ugly as that bitch is on the inside, she is rotting away due to them fucking butt shots. <laughs> she thought she was getting hydro gel. That bitch got silicone running through her motherfucking body. <laughs> Instead of hydro gel, she got hydro hell. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> 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 She got silicone running through her motherfucking spirit. Mm, it has it has migrated from her butt to her legs, her thighs. She got some issues with her ovaries. Let me tell you something, sweet pea. God don't like ugly, and he ain't too particular about pretty. Mm. And he ain't too particular about pretty. You suffering. Yep. You suffering. Yep. And will continue to suffer until you publicly apologize to that young woman for the way you berated her. Yep. And again, I say I have been beating this drum and I'm going to keep on beating it. C's chose to stay with this woman. Like, I don't know at what you will never have peace with your daughter again as long as you laid up with this woman. And this you going through all of this and this woman expects you to drop everything you doing. To be in the Dominican Republic while she try to get that bullshit out her body. Mm. Nasty work. Nasty work. Like imagine. Nasty. Imagine your partner. Imagine your bar- partner berating your child, your 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 only child, as he was saying in his pity party. Again, also let us not remember the fact that C's just recently decided to start being a father, like a few seasons ago. Yeah. We ain't forgot, nigga. Um, but anyway, my point, my point uh, being like, imagine your partner berating your child like that and then saying, Hey, that stuff you got going on with your child, yeah, uh, that needs to come second. Um, you need to take care of me. You need to be here for me. I know you fucking lying. Yep. Absolutely. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't give a fuck about um the like the little Met Gala shit they did. It looked fun, it looked cute. Um, I don't care about Teddy and this dog arc that they got going on. It was a little funny to me, like, cause a motherfucker tell you to keep your eyes open, then they come in and take a dog out while you, while you're everybody in the shop. That shit is fucking hilarious, and that shows you how absent-minded people are and don't pay attention to their surroundings and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Well, I really didn't care about it. Now, something that I do did find interesting. So, um. <laughs> so uh Puma and what's his wife's name? What's the girl's name? Kwani Kwani is Kwani, being yes. unreasonable yes. than a motherfucker. Like you are being she is on that man's un- head. And for no reason, like one, y'all were blessed. Somebody was blessed. Somebody blessed y'all with the land to build a home down there. 
Listen, and as a nigga, that shit is not gonna happen overnight. And as a nigga that's down here, let me tell you something. (laughs) Let me tell you one motherfucking thing, girl. The universe said, "Heal my child," because <laughs> that shit ain't easy. And now all you have to do is exercise a little patience. You are not going to get that home built overnight. At all. Like, why wouldn't you allow your husband to tie up loose ends and make the best financial decisions possible? You run it head first into a brick wall. Mm-hmm. He ain't even finished signing all the paperwork yet. And then to throw a drink on him, I feel like his wife is being extremely unreasonable, especially when he has done the ultimate compromisation in this situation. Not even compromising. He has given her what she has asked for. Full stop. She has not had to meet this man in the middle. All she got to do is be patient. Got the land. It's in the process of being developed and being cleared out so it can be built on. All you got to do is wait. And then that time waiting, you could be working on helping get a bag together so y'all can have the dream home that y'all want so bad, that you want so badly. Because mm-hmm, I don't know if you've been paying attention, uh, Kwane, but have you seen the prices of homes down here? Well, they're going to do something. They're going to do something dope. And I follow this section of TikTok, but it's like container homes where they basically take those con- those storage containers those big rectangular ones like pods yeah. and they use a, they use several of them and turn them into these beautiful homes well, and it's dope. much cheaper it's much cheaper than actually building a house from the ground up that's dope it's really dope but even that takes time and even yeah. that requires financing and figuring out you know a blueprint and and making yeah. sure that the Because there's a lot that goes into building on land. Mm -hmm. Like you got to do some, and I know this from experience, you got to do some geotechnical um, investigation and see what the soils are like, see what type of foundation you need. Come on, our resident engineer. Come on. You need all of that kind of stuff. So no, you're not just going to be able to build your dream home overnight on some undeveloped land. Yeah, Kwana trying to run through every peach tree like a tomb raider. But you got you got the biggest part. You got your man saying, "Okay, we're going to do this." You got the land. Now you just got to be patient so the other pieces can start to connect. I feel like he was really mean to Puma unnecessarily. I agree. I don't feel like he deserved that. I feel like Kwani just mean as hell in general, though. She always has been. As mean as all hell. Like, goddamn, girl, can, snake. can you just take a nap sometimes? Jesus. Yeah, listen, have some wine. <laughs> right? N- listen, put you right to sleep. Now, I want to talk about Rock and Crystal. First of all, Crystal, why would you... Why don't you know the, de- the details of the distribution deal that you signed? <laughs> that is fucking weird to me. You you got Teddy investing his money into you as an artist, and you don't even know if you can fucking release the music. I'm about to fuck around and be in a damn 360 deal. Furthermore, why are you so like if you don't want to take rock off the song, why don't you just suggest some ideas like, hey, what if we call this the remix? What if I go back in and re-record the song and we take and that'll be the the original, that'll be the version that drops first. And then if it picks up some steam, we could drop the remix with Rock. Talking his shit. 
Like, why are you being a coward about this? Sit that nigga down, say, babe, you know, I feel like it would be in the best interest of me being released as a new artist that I be on this song by my first, by, by myself initially. And then we can, the version we have together could be the remix if it blows up. Because Teddy is right about one thing. When new women drop, they have a better chance of succeeding in the rap industry and R&B when they appear to be single. It sucks it's that way, but that's just how niggas are. Niggas love the idea of a woman that they feel like they could they could attain one day. Even, even if they look like a foot. Even if they look like a foot, it's the illusion that they mm-hmm. buy into. It's the illusion and the delusion. We have seen this for many, many, many years with many, many black women. We saw it with that pink lady. We saw it with Destiny's Child. Beyonce and Jay-Z dated for years before it was confirmed publicly. When she went solo, she was touted as a single woman. Meanwhile, she had dated Marcus Houston and some other motherfuckers. Which ain't that random. Like, well, I feel like Very we forget random. about that. Random as hell. But anyway. But good, because he is a loser I, yeah. and a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I like just be honest with him. Be honest. A motherfucker, a motherfucker might not like the truth, but they're gonna always have to respect your truth. And what you think is best for your career, a motherfucker can't help but respect that. And I do agree with the direction Teddy is trying to take Crystal in. I'm mad this season. I've been agreeing with a lot of shit Teddy been doing. Very frustrating. Yeah, like Teddy has honestly been the voice of reason um, a lot, and it's like how, and it, it's 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 low key fucking with me because it's like usually season Teddy are in lockstep on stupid shit, but Teddy is being the voice of reason. Absolutely, I thought it was a good episode. It looked like shit is gonna get hectic tomorrow with this Suzette shit. C's really need to dead that relationship. I, to me, it's giving Duchess 2.0. Yes, I agree. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's giving Duchess 2.0. Mm-hmm. Let me take us to Huntsville. Okay. So, this the episode opens up and Marceau and Maurice are sitting having a drink. Um, and Maurice tells Marceau, you really do owe me an apology, bro. You put me in a line of fire for no other reason than to save your own ass. And Marceau is like, I'm not apologizing because you, you was being deceptive when they asked you that question. You said you wasn't there versus saying I was there, but I never saw the interaction. So you played yourself. And I agree with Marceau. Because I don't know if it was editing or what, but they absolutely made it seem, Maurice absolutely made it seem like he was not on that Atlanta trip. Yeah. Versus saying, I was on a trip. I was never in this, in the vicinity with Martel and the and Arion 
when they were hanging out and doing what they were doing. I was not around for any of that. Like we hung out, but we didn't do everything together. So some things I did miss. But the way he said it, he made it seem like he wasn't there at all. And that's just not the truth. That's just not the truth. You were deceptive and your shit got clocked. And that don't, to an extent, don't have shit to do with Marceau. Because if you stand up in your shit, a motherfucker can't never clock you for it. Yeah. Then Martel comes through and says that Marceau and Letitia were bullying Lewis and uh, Tiffany. To which my brakes screeched because Lewis and Tiffany did not mind their motherfucking business last season when it came to the Scots. Thank you. Not to, not to, not to Maurice and Monster, and not to Marceau and his marriage. Thank you. Like and, I am so tired of them acting like they are victims. They are not. And and listen, Mar, Mar uh, Martel gonna say, well, maybe. If you had established that boundary, they wouldn't have crossed it. First things first, I think, why do 40 to 50 plus year old men need to be told to not meddle in other people's marriages? Hello? That is a boundary that you should know, period. Hello? You are too old. Just like like kids are a boundary you don't cross, and y'all cross that boundary. And also- Y'all have- Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead friend. Go ahead. Now I'm about go to ahead. say, imagine, imagine Martel hold of all goddamn people talking about people needing to respect boundaries. Like, I know you fucking lying to me. You don't even respect your wife and your, or your kids friend. and your friends. Like, boy, I, boy. I don't feel sorry for Lewis and Tiffany. They, Mar, uh, Marceau, Tisha, uh, Maurice, and Kimmy clocked they shit in that reunion, and it was well fucking deserved. You motherfuckers been running around here screaming transparency this, transparency that, and y'all are not transparent motherfuckers. Hello? Y'all just like to be in everybody else's business trying to create a moment so y'all can stay on this fucking show. Own that. And then it cuts to Lewis and Tiffany talking and Lewis, Tiffany is like, I know Marceau from a former job. So him acting like he don't know us, knowing somebody professionally and knowing somebody as friends is two totally different things. I know motherfuckers from my job, but I don't know them. Right. I damn sure don't know them well enough to be crossing boundaries talking about their marriage and their relationships and their kids. Knowing somebody in a workplace does not mean you know them in totality. So I don't give a fuck what you talking about, Tiffany. You and your husband violated and y'all shit got clocked up and down that fucking three-part reunion. Yeah. And then Lewis talking and Tiffany like, wait, you feel like you can't, you feel like if you have a sit down with Marceau, it's going to come to, it's going to get physical and here go Lewis, big, dumb, goofy ass. Nah, nah, but I lay a motherfucker out. You ain't even lay Maurice out when that motherfucker pulled your whole card. What are you going to lay out? First of all, listen, let me tell you something. Get the fuck out of here, Lurch. L- let, me t- <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He looked like Frankenstein to me. He <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> let me tell you something. Frank and Lewis. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Hey, <laughs> 
ain't nobody scared of a nigga with them wild childbearing ass here. So you shut the fuck up, Tiffany. Ain't nobody scared of your nigga. At all. And your nigga ain't playing. Not even a little bit. Please leave us alone. Please. Please. We don't like it here. You are not that girl and your nigga is not that nigga. Please leave us alone. Please. He don't even look like he can fight. He don't. Like as a, it, like at least like if, if you if you gonna be that big and talking about like talking about hands, at least look like you can fight. He don't even look like he can fight. At least have some. All you got is a double chin. Like at least like even if you can't fight, at least look like you can fight. He don't even look like he can fight at all. Leave me and my damn family alone. Please, but we really get to boxing at the bistro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kimmy tells so Kimmy and um Maurice are heading on their honeymoon, and Kimmy tells Maurice what happened at that sleepover, that pajama party. Mm-hmm. And like they said the same thing we said, like. Why would you? Why would Tisha cousin be there contributing to that? And Mel was being a hoe ass bitch. And this why some. This why a lot of times the only place I have sympathy for Mel is when it comes to Martell. And Jeremy has pointed this out before too that Mel has a history of wanting to be a a victim and a bully at the same time. There was yes. no reason to be discussing Tisha at that fucking pajama party when you were so hell-bent on her not being invited. Mm-hmm. If she's and not there, that, she should have been out of sight, out of fucking mind. And damn sure shouldn't have been have invited her cousin who don't fuck with her. Like, first of all, how the hell you even know her goddamn cousin? Exactly. And when the hell is where the, where the hell this random cousin that that Tisha don't fuck with, which I mean, to be fair, I could I could understand not fucking with Tisha. But <laughs> like, where the hell does random ass cousin come from? And she just so happened to be invited to male Shindy when when Tisha and Mel don't fuck with each other. Like, come on, you was being a, you was being a, a messy ass bitch, and that's fine. But I need you to stand the fuck up in it. Don't come with these crying tears and you know and acting like you. You know what it is? That's my problem with Mel. This is my problem with Mel. Like, like, I agree with you. When it comes to Martell, girl, I'll beat that nigga ass for you. Like, when it comes to Martell, that's all well and good. When it comes to the other people, though, you cannot act like you are above it all, that you are above the mess, that you are above the drama, that it's all, you know, just focusing on me and sunshines and, you know, girl boss and all this shit. When you getting down and dirty in the mess and grime, just like everybody else. That's my that's problem it. with me. Stand, stand up in that. Stand up in just it. own it. Because my thing is, you well within your right to to do it like that. That's the thing. I don't have a problem with you doing it like that, especially after you walked up on Tisha and Destiny talking shit about you. But stop this. I'm so above it. I ain't going to be in it. I'm done. I wash my hands of it. I ain't going to let nobody take me out of my character. Then you have a whole pajama party centered around dragging this girl. And mess and drama. Either you with the mess and drama or you want the peace in it and you going to leave anybody who disturbing your peace in the dirt and pay them dust. And here's my thing. 
I'm fine with you being in the mess because that's why we watch this show. <laughs> For sure. Just be honest. Stand up in it. Literally, just stand up in it. Yeah. Listen, be messy mail sometimes. That's fine. Just, just be honest. Like it, I, I'm not upset. Hell, if you was above peace and if you was all peace and tranquility, you wouldn't be on this show. Shit. Period. And the show would be boring. That's facts on facts. That's that's what it is. That's ah. what it is. My friends did hit hello. In other news, Martel is making a sweet red wine. That's his latest business venture on top of making a, I, I, I will say this is a cute idea, fantastic idea, which will take us into our next thing. But he, he got some samples in, had his mom over to taste the wine and he made a wine and this, that, and the third, please make sure to tell me the name of the wine so I can never buy it. <laughs> you are ridiculous. I mean, facts, but because, like, because, because, um, I'm thinking in my head, like, you know, Martel, I will never buy this shit. Like, because I'm thinking, because you know, you know me, I love alliteration. Like, I'm thinking, like, the naming, the alliteration, the potential. I can see it. Now, I ain't gonna buy shit, but, but I can see it. And I don't even mind. Pe- I, I think we need more black people in the in the wine world, making wine, producing yeah. wine. Because, again, we, we don't need we don't need a Cynthia. But, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is one that is one thing I can give Martel. I think he actually serious about this shit. He even be a damn. No, I do think I do think he is serious about it. Yeah. And I bet you it probably tastes good because I like a. a I like a uh, a sweet red. Yeah, I, hell, I got some. As a matter of fact, I'm really, right as a whole, am not into bitter wine. Yeah, not my thing. It keeps me from being a wine drinker. I like sweet wine. Like, yeah. I know niggas get mad, but get, take me to the most, take me to a Moscato whenever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with all the. So I'm, that, with, I'm with the sweet wine, but uh, you know, not because I think it's a good idea. Nah, I ain't gonna support the shit. <laughs> but I think it's a no, good I'm idea. not buying a motherfucking thing. I'm not supporting nothing. Right. Nigga can suck my balls through my drawers. I've Ugh. never. I almost said something ever. extremely shady. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Do it. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> Move it. <laughs> Let it. <laughs> That you said Martel can suck your balls with a straw. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure, but I'm not I'm not supporting shit. I'm not mm-hmm. buying nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing Suffer he there. got to offer. <laughs> Suffer. Please. <laughs> Which takes us to the to the 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 big is always Martel being on some bullshit. Martel did a children's book with his kids, and it was about traveling and seeing the world. And I think it's a beautiful idea. I think we need more 
black people and black children trying their hand in the book world because so many children's books are white centered. Yes. Right. So many of them. Okay. He decides to have a book signing and a book reading. Right. This stupid motherfucker decides to do it on the weekend that Mel has the kids. Yeah. Then the motherfucker lets her know about the book signing one day before. Meanwhile, Mel has just lost an uncle, so the kids are going to her hometown to visit family and stuff for the funeral. Martel is running around acting like Mel is the big bad nine-headed monster. Because she didn't bring the kids to a book signing on her weekend that he told her about at the last minute. Like, dude, you make it so hard to like you in any capacity because you're such a terrible fucking person. And you do shit like this. And you treat that woman like that. You don't value her time. You don't ask about things that she might have going on in her life that it could affect her to kids. All you do is kick up shit and then cry when you don't get your way. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Come the fuck on. He is a bitch-ass nigga. He is a terrible fucking person. Like, he is literally a terrible person. He do not let up on being terrible. At all. It's just nonstop. Like, at least take a break sometimes. Take a nap sometimes, nigga. Damn. Why wouldn't you plan this book signing on the weekend when you have the kids? He just lives to be in an antagonistic towards male. And it's like, and, yeah. and bro, it's like, uh, <clears throat> again, we watch this show for mess and drama, and we get and we get our money's worth. Um, I think Love of Marriage Huntsville is one of the best uh, reality TV shows um, out right now um, because yeah. it definitely, it, like we're never gonna recapture that magic of when reality TV first first happened when they let people fight and shit. So we're not gonna get that anymore, right? But I feel like shows like this are the closest we are going to get to that. So yep. you know, so I don't mind it to an extent because it's what we signed up for. But at the same time, it's like, bro, can you just stop being a fuck nigga for a day? Just for one damn day, Martel. Jesus Christ. Like, give it a fucking rest. And like he does shit like this, and then it's like male don't communicate with me. You don't communicate with her. Cause y'all have to y'all literally have to communicate on some level for these damn kids. And especially for a motherfucker that is like, it's always, you know, it's about the kids. It's about the kids. You don't seem to you don't seem to uh, prioritize putting having the best interest for the kids. Exactly. You stupid motherfucker. Like, you do not give it a rest. Like, you do not give it a rest. Then you want to make her out to be the villain. She not the villain. You You could have literally planned this on your weekend. Yes. You opted not to. Went out your way.
Like, like, leave us alone. Leave me and my he family. Is terrible. Alone. You are terrible. terrible. You continue to be terrible. And then you you don't understand why people don't like you. And let me say this also. I fully understand why Mel is distancing herself from people that continue to be friends with Martel. I understand why she distanced herself from Destiny. I understand why she's keeping her distance from Tisha and Marceau. And I will understand when she keeps her distance from uh, Tiffany and Lewis and Kimmy and, and Maurice. Like, I'm not one of those people that be like, well, I was friends with both of y'all, so I'm not picking sides in this. I'll pick sides. Especially when the motherfucker is, is as wrong as Martell is consistently. Y'all continue to be friends with this man. Y'all continue to be in communication with this man. Y'all sit up and kiki with him, have drinks with him. Whole time, every single thing he could do to make Mel's life a living hell, he does it. After... He violated her so egregiously by not only having a mistress for a majority of their marriage, but also fostering multiple kids with this woman. Yeah, that was his girlfriend. Yeah. He had a whole double life. And y'all don't understand why this woman chooses not to keep be around y'all as much as she used to. Y'all don't have no scruples and no morals. I don't want to be friends with no nigga like Martel. Agreed. Because not only was he so nasty to, to Mel, that shit trickled right down to their fucking kids. And he has never once offered a sincere apology for how he treated that woman. He is only sorry he got caught and that his bitch wouldn't shut up. That's it. That's it. That's all he's sorry for. That was pretty much it for the episode. Next week, we're going to get Kimmy telling Tisha that her cousin was there running her motherfucking mouth telling all her business. Which will lead me to say, and I'm going to say it now and I'll say it next week too. For as nasty as Tisha is to Kimmy, we have only ever seen Kimmy have Tisha's back. Mm-hmm. Because Kimmy honestly could have stayed out of that shit considering that Tisha says she don't consider Kimmy to be somebody important in her life and a friend and a sister and all this other shit. And, and that also, Kimmy don't never have her back and she's not and loyal. I, I would have stayed out of it. And never forget, never forget, never forget. It was Tisha that was the one calling Kimmy a side chick. I ain't yeah. forgot. I ain't forgot. They rolled the footage back. She she damn sure was the one. I ain't forgot. Yeah. So all I'm saying is Kimmy, you know, she Kimmy better than me. For sure. For sure. Well, prayers down to Martel. Yeah, continue prayers down. Oh, 
Can I just say that, Tisha, you got to figure out what you going to do with this nigga. Because you too insecure. <laughs> I feel like you know that he has cheated on you. And you either going to have to get past this infidelity or leave. But every single episode so far, we have had to have a segment of the show with you asking Marceau, is he cheating on you? Is he doing the things that Martel was doing to Mel? That is very telling of where you are in your marriage with this man. Mm-hmm. And I w- normally I would say Marceau is gaslighting Tisha, but how many times can you tell a motherfucker you not doing nothing without them constantly asking you over and over again? Like at some point, you going to start to gaslight a motherfucker too if they keep asking you the same question over and over. And and Wand, Miss Wanda's messy uh, monkey face ass looking like Diddy Kong. The bitch look like Diddy Kong. <laughs> you are going to hell. Miss <laughs> Wanda's sitting up here talking about I, I heard yeah, you can't even see it. Look like Diddy Kong with a microwave ponytail. Um, sitting up here talking about have you and Martell ever shared an apartment where y'all bring the women y'all cheat with back to and this, that, and the third. And Martell made a Marceau made a great point. Oh, man. Marceau say he drives very expensive cars and they all have personalized license plates on them. So if motherfuckers around Huntsville was seeing his car sitting at the apartments of of women or somebody that don't that he you know not his home that shit would have been all running through the city gossip by now it would have been all in the rumor mill mm-hmm. i mean I, we know I, for a fact marceau Mar- Mar- drive expensive cars because t should be trying to pose with them like they hers <laughs> yeah i mean that, my, my thing is do i believe he done cheated hell yeah but yes. do i believe he that sloppy hell no no i don't think so no, I do believe they have had some issues with infidelity because Tisha is not this insecure for no reason. Yeah, and if you couple that with the fact that he always treats her like she's nothing more than an inconvenience when yeah. they have conversations, I Tisha is absolutely insecure, and he is the reason. But my thing is, how long are you willing to sit like that and stay like that? Yes. At some point, you either going to have to get some help yourself to work through your insecurities or leave. Or you're going to have to leave this nigga and open the door for somebody who doesn't make you feel the way he makes you feel when you ask him questions and have conversations to make you happy. Because he absolutely be talking to her like she's five years old. He talks to her like he can't stand being in the same room with her. And I don't know if that's editing, but it happens too much for us to just say, oh, that's how they edited the show. He always seems agitated with her. I wanted to get that out the way. Um, Now we finna get the fuck up out of here. We fuck with y'all. We thank y'all. Go listen to uh, Ratchet Reloaded, which is about to be up on our Patreon as well. Peace.